Looking forward to chatting to our next guest, Roach. He'll be part of Channel 7's AFL Grand mm. Final Day, live and free and exclusively on Channel 7 and 7 Plus. It starts at 6.30am tomorrow. He's an absolute ripper. He's a three-time Brisbane Lions Premiership player, two-time All-Australian, and he notched up 264 games. He's one of the good guys. Chris Johnson joins us now. Chris, hey, thanks for your time. No, no worries, guys. Uh, pleasure to join us. Uh, uh, how are the memories flooding back at the moment? Is this doing something for you? Is it taking you back to the early noughties? Look, it's uh, it's been a busy week, to be honest, here in, here in Melbourne. Um, there is a lot of memories of catching up with a lot of uh, teammates uh, mm-hmm. from pretty much Sunday. Sunday at the start of the week, right up until, uh, you know, uh, last night as well. So, yeah, a lot of memories, a lot of uh, reminiscing uh, with each other on how good we were. And the stories and stories get bigger and bigger, as you would know. <laughs> Chris, walk us through what compares with your era where you get Lee Matthews taking over and creating one of the greatest dynasties we've ever seen in Australian football. Mm. Then the fall of Brisbane, now the rise under Chris Fagan. What compares of the two the two eras, put it that way? Yeah, I think what it comes down to now, especially what Lee was, Lee was able to pull a group together that... Um, you know, only just uh, you know before we made our our grand final um, in in oh one, um, only in uh, you know nineteen ninety nine, we we were one of the bottom teams on the ladder, and he mm. and he pulled that list together, and that's I think that's what the Brisbane Lions have done. They've actually pulled a really good list together, and it hasn't been a lot of boys that have been uh, drafted to the football club, but it's come through with trade. So Joe Danaher, you get Charlie Cameron, you get Lockie Neal. You get these type of guys coming from other clubs to inject into that list that was already a good list, but they were just missing a few bits and pieces. And I reckon we were a bit the same. We we, we injected uh, Mel, Mel Michael into it, uh, Martin Pike, uh, oh, Brad yeah. Scott even. They all came from uh, clubs outside when the list was okay. But Graham Allen and Lee Matthews injected these these three or four uh, players that we probably missed within our group um, into that team. And I see that a lot now with Fags. And what he's been able to do with his recruiting team is been able to inject a Lockie Neal and a Joe Danaher, mm. you know, and 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 Charlie Cameron, because they really didn't come for the draft to get to the Brisbane Lions. So they knew that they had a good list there, and that's the similarities that I see. I see very much, very much, very very similar to to what we were in the, in the 2000s with this group as well. And you know, it's going to be a cracking game on Saturday, and I just can't wait. Uh, Jono, in the next half hour, we'll be chatting to Brisbane, uh, Brisbane Lions strategy coach Mark Stone. He's a good friend of the station. He coached a premiership at the Glenelg Footy Club in the Sandfall. We want you to put your coach's hat on. What would you be doing to ensure the Lions win tomorrow? What's the couple of the well, big moves that you'd be doing? Yeah, well, well, one thing is certainly one thing that Faze will, will have in his toolkit straight away. We're making we're making sure that Dugowie doesn't get away at stoppage. Yeah, I think yeah. um, Josh Joshy Joshy Dunkley will go straight to him at stoppage, and then they'll rely on Dunkley to go and get his own ball. That's that's the first thing I'd do, and then I'd try and make sure that we negate uh, it was it won't be an individual run with role with Dacos, but it'd be a team role. So I'd make sure that there's a few different people um, within the team that when Dacos is in our area, you you are the guys who take him. So. I think it's those two guys there, the biggest threat to the to the lines uh, around the middle of the ground. And then delivering the ball inside the forward 50, you've got to try and minimise that as much as possible. So my, my first two my first two things I'd be looking at is how do we minimise their impact on the game? Because what we've seen last week from the line, especially Harris Andrews and, the, and his defensive group, they were so good in that first term 
Um, you know, 22 inside forward 50s they had to defend. So we know that they can defend, but we've got to want them to defend less. So get the supply, make sure the supply doesn't get as much as what they uh, what Carlton did last week and try and like, force Collingwood to go wider as well. So they're the little bits of coaching stuff that I'd probably do, but I'm, I'm not qualified as a coach. Oh, you are qualified to have an opinion. No question of that. We're going to keep the heat on you too, John. Uh, any special tactic or treatment for Darcy Moore? Um, I wouldn't have thought so. I wouldn't have thought so. I, I, I think, I think what you know, what I've known of of, of football teams that have played uh, on the biggest stage on this day is that ninety five percent it's about them and them executing uh, your role and your responsibility. Um, so I think that the Brisbane Lions can actually look at executing what they need to do of 90% of the time, and the other 5% would look after itself in terms of what you look at the opposition. You try to get your preferred matchups, but you wouldn't go out of your way to, uh, to antagonise a, a, a Darcy Moore because he is their spiritual leader. Uh, mm. He's their skipper. He's been playing such great football. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't try and do that at all on grand final day. There's, there's certain things that sometimes those type of things can come on, make you come unstuck as well. So... I would be saying that Fags would be at 100% looking at just sort of how, what they do and what they do really, really well on how the Brisbane Lions go about it and rarely look at what Colin would do and, and they just rely on their sort of team defence. Chris, you conquered the moment three times. How does Brisbane make sure it plays Collingwood and not the MCG? Yeah, that, that, that is... And that, that's what a lot, of people, a lot of people are talking about the MCG and... And what they uh, what their record is there, but mm. but I think the last two times, well, the two times they played in this year, they matched up pretty well. And and and, and but let it be known that you know they had a few players out. Uh, the Lions had a few players out as well. But I think that'll be the biggest challenge for for this for this group with the Lions. Are they playing at the MCG or are they playing against the MCG mm. or are they playing against Collingwood? And it's yeah. clear that they need to be focused actually on the game. Mm. The one thing I've, I've watched Brisbane over a little bit of time. Um, within the MCG. I was quite lucky enough to be there the last couple of times they've played there and they've gone down. They were quite good for a half of football. Mm. Uh, their second half of football let them get away from them against Melbourne and against Hawthorne. And it's the big space. So I think if, if Collingwood spread the ball and, and make the ground big, that's where Brisbane are going to really, really struggle with. Um, but if they want to come through the corridor and use the corridor as, the, as Collingwood do, I think that plays right into Brisbane's hands. So mm. there's a couple of things that they need to look at in terms of, you know, an ex-teammate of mine, Craig McRae, and how he probably needs mm. to look at how, why were Brisbane so poor in two halves of football at the MCG? And it, became, it came to more of a running and an uncontested game where Brisbane just struggled with. All right, John, who wins by how much and who wins the Norm Smith medal? <laughs> well, obviously, I'm, I'm a bit biased here, um, but mm-hmm. I, I think I think we're going to have I think we're going to have a really close game. I reckon both teams are going to be up and about. Not one team is going to, or not one individual is going to shirt the issue. I reckon we I reckon we've got a goal in it, uh, and and mm-hmm. which way it goes, I'm not too sure. I want to say Brisbane. I hope for Brisbane uh, for, for my own personal. Uh, uh, you know things, and my, my family are all wide supporters. But but then again, if, if Collingwood were, were to win as well, yeah, I'd be more than uh, happy with that. Obviously, uh, for Fly to be holding up the Premiership Cup as well at the end. But uh, but I think it's the very diplomatic. You've been in the line. media too long, you have, John. <laughs> and, and, and who wins? How I'll much? Go, Norm Smith. To, <laughs> I'll go the Lions by six points, and right. I'll go Jasper Fletcher for the Norm Smith. Ooh, Ooh. that's the first one we've had because people are t- taking note. We've had a lot of guests on. There's three hundred bucks up for grabs. Jasper Fletcher, yeah, that's right. the first one. Hey, we love it. What yeah. shift have you got tomorrow? You got the big one. You haven't got the six thirty a.m. start, have you? 
No, no, I've got an early start. I've, uh, I'm pretty lucky. I've got uh, two former teammates. I'm doing just a bit of a Q and A with uh, with Simon Black and Jason Akimonis, um, just out in some of the precincts of, of Melbourne, and then then I'm done for the day, and I can sit back and enjoy the game. So uh, with uh, with the family. So I'm gonna sit back and probably bite my fingernails quite a bit. <laughs> I bet you. Will. Not, hey, Jono, <laughs> really appreciate your time. Uh, enjoy the day tomorrow. May the best team win. Good on you guys. Thanks. For Thanks, me. Chris.